77 WABC and Red Apple Media are broadcasting live from Staten Island University Community Park in Staten Island. It's opening day for your Staten Island Ferry Hawks. And we've got a great starting lineup. Go to WABCRadio.com slash baseball and listen to the game starting at 6.30. Now, live from the park, here's Bo Snerdley. 77. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen, Staten Island indeed. BGs, bring us back. If you have never been to this stadium, it is a must. You know, when you bring people into town, they go on a circle, dayline cruise, they do that little circle around New York. By the time they get to the East River, they want to get off the boat. But this one, I'm telling you, you can take the Staten Island over, walk to the stadium, you're here. It is beautiful. And it's my first time here. John, how did you discover? John Casamitidis is here. How did you discover this place? I, I will tell you, this is beautiful. It's like being in small town USA in a beautiful little town of Staten Island. And uh, uh, and then you're, that grass in the... In the stadium, the city just put it in. It's beautiful. And you could look over the, the outfield, and you could see New York. You could see all the large buildings. You could see everything. And it's just, your mouth stays open just looking out there. Yeah, I watched the workout, and I got to tell you, oh, I put you to shame. I, I got to tell you, I watched these guys working how's, out. How's Kelsey doing? We have one woman, one gal. Uh, part of the team. Right, and you also have the son of Roger Clemens. Yes, so we got uh, two for two for so far. I'm telling you. And I'll tell you, today uh, I, I hope the uh, Ferry Hawks have a big win. I do too. They are playing a Lexington, the Lexington Legends. And if they're not legendary after this loss tonight, they will be, hopefully. What is that? In 1814, we took a little trip. <laughs> John, I know this is baseball day, but I just have to ask you, uh, because the big story of the day is this leak at the Supreme Court. Um, what's your take on that? My take is the justices of the Supreme Court uh, did a back take. Uh, they said that we don't want to be in trouble with anybody. Let's send it back to the states and make let them make the decision. So it's going to go back to the 50 states the way I read it. And each state is going to make their own decision on how they want their state to be. And uh, uh, I was listening last night, and I understand uh, out of uh, 50 states, maybe only three might go uh, against abortion. Well, if you listen to PMSNBC, what you heard was the whole country is going to be. It's a nationwide move, and that's and the, the whole country is not going to be. Our old alone. friend that used to be president. Oh, our old friend. What did he say? They're full of crap. Exactly. Exactly. Now, now, there are 26 states that may have some regulation so far. And if Roe v. Wade is overturned, it will trigger automatically in, I believe, anywhere from 8 to 10 states, more restrictions. But let me, you, you mentioned something very deep, which was it goes back to the states. A lot of people that don't study our Constitution, that don't realize we are a constitutional republic, do not understand that that is the way our government was 
designed. It was designed so that there would be differences in states. The states were considered to be laboratories of democracy. One state could have a law. Look at California. California still understands this. California makes laws that the rest of us shake our heads at. They don't care. They make those I, laws I, and they make at, more. I looked at a gas uh, uh, station this morning in California. It was seven ninety nine. So uh, let them keep doing what they're doing to themselves. <laughs> I mean, they're nuts. They're nuts. Wow. Okay. So let's talk about let's talk about baseball. When this anything you want. Okay. I want to know. Play ball. I want to know. You got the ticket prices here. You could do the whole season here for under $700. Do you know you can't go to the rodent kingdom with your family and get in for less than $1,000 a day? It's $700 a day. Maybe, right. you know. Over here, you know, I think the tickets are like $15 a piece. And, and I just bucks. had, Bo, Bo, I just had two, to sustain me, you know, I had two Nathan's Franks. Oh, my gosh. You know what that's worth? Oh, my God, that was so good. Did you have any Nathan's Franks? I didn't yet? have any. You know I'm a vegetarian. Right. Oh my he does God, this to me all the time. You know I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> you know, when you're on Staten Island, I, we give you an, uh, an exception when you're on Staten Island. <laughs> yeah. I was in Brooklyn and Coney Island looking at How do you um, like Coney Island? Coney Island is awesome. They have this new development over there that, you know, you go up, you look, oh, you're looking over out into the Atlantic Ocean, and you're looking at the beach, and it's just one of the most wonderful and, scenes. And you know what there. I certified? Anybody that, that rented an apartment in there, I certified you breathe in that ocean air, and you will live 10 years longer. Boom. Certified. Dr. John. Dr. John. Sounds like a rock band, right? Certified. <laughs> so what are you expecting this year to look like for the Ferry Hawks? Well... I said to everybody, forget about how the season began. We're just doing practice, the games. The season begins today. All right, let's hit the phones. Peter, Staten Island. Hey, we're here next to you, Peter. Where are you, bud? We have a phone call from Staten Island. It's you, Peter. What's on your mind? Hey, Bo. Hey, John. I'm getting ready to come out to the game. I was there this afternoon. I picked up my tickets. The tickets are so reasonable. And looking forward to it and looking forward to seeing all you guys out there. And I predict a win today. Every time I go to an opener, which I don't do too often because I'm always busy working, uh, they win. Always it's like it I makes it, it makes me remember someone. this is the big opener of the new team on Staten Island and the stadium is beautiful. The the grass is so green. And you know, it reminds me when my grandfather took me to my first game. I was six, I was six years old, and and I remember my grandfather saying to me, and we were in the upper 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 stand, yeah. you know, we, we the nosebleed section, and uh, my grand Mickey Mantle came to bat, and my grandfather says, I like that guy. Man, you know what? Everybody I remember remembers his words. Their, everybody remembers their first game. So your first game was at Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium in the upper, upper, upper deck. So was mine in the bleachers. Yeah. My first game. And guess so, what? I must, Number- have, I must have been in a better neighborhood because the bleachers were even cheaper than the upper, <laughs> upper deck. In the bleachers, Mickey Mantle was uh, on the team. Whitey Ford was on the team. Uh, Joe Pepitone was on that team. That team. Pepitone, was- he didn't come till later on. You're a young guy. 
I, I remember it was Moose Garin on first base and Bobby Richardson on second. Bobby Richardson. And Tony Kubek on Tony shortstop. Kubek. Yep. Cleet Boyer at, at uh, playing third base, catching either Elson Howard or, or Yogi Berra, and either Whitey Ford uh, throwing or, or uh, who else? Threw? Outfield. You had Mickey Mantle in the center. You Roger had, Maris. Yes, Roger Maris in what, right? Right field. And left field, Hank Bauer? <laughs> what a team. Or Hector Lopez came later. Yeah, it was a that great was team. That was a team of teams. And then, of course, I lived in Queens, so later on, after the Yankee deal, we got a chance to go see the New York Mets. And um, I remember the year that they we, – we went to some of the games – the year that they won the series. We had bought tickets early, so we were able to actually get into some of those games. There's nothing like, you know, I don't go to baseball games often. So when I came here today and watched these guys on the field, I tell you what, what a, if you have ever experienced in your life, it brings it all right back to you. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you go to, out to a ball game either in the afternoon or at night, and you want to know something? You have a hot dog and you have a little bit of soda or, well, I drink water these days, so I don't eat soda anymore. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you say uh, thank you for uh, thank you God for I'm alive. Amen to that. And you and you relax. You relax. Absolutely, Mike, Middletown, New Jersey. Welcome, WABC Talk Radio seventy seven. What's on your mind, bro? Hi, James. Hi, John. Love the station. By the way, it's great that Mark Stein was mentioning Manhattan. That is the jingle for seventy seven WABC. The last line. We'll take an aisle of Manhattan. That's where it comes from. I'll you take well Manhattan, Yo, Staten Island, yes. too. Jingle 77 WABC comes from. Anyway, absolutely. My, my, my point is, I, I think the leak, as Mark correctly mentioned, is probably from the wise Latina herself, uh, Sona Sotomayor. She's the most political of the justices, and I'm willing to bet she probably gave it to her clerk to leak out. Because okay, she's here, here's what I want to do, though. As my, I love you, but I'm going to stop you. Listen, I love you. First of all, I don't want to get into speculating who did a leak without any evidence. And I think it's unfair. I think it borders on slander to accuse people of things without any proof of this. Now, there was on Twitter someone that established a link between one of Soto Sotomayor's clerks and the person from Politico that actually received the information and wrote it. But that link was a long time. And even that. Even he didn't go or she didn't go so far as to say, okay, this is proof. We have to be, I think we should all be very judicious in how we accuse people of things. And whether that's Sonia Sotomayor, whether it's any of the others or not. There's also a theory, by the way, that the leak came from a conservative clerk because they wanted to shore up the justices that might be wavering. So people have got all kind of theories about this. But I just want to be careful before we absolutely accuse, and I don't want to get into that kind of guessing game. Um, let me just say this also before we have to, to tip off to a break. Um, one of the things that I think we're going to learn as time goes on is not only who the leaker is and what motivated them, but we're going to get a good example to see whether it actually has the impact that's desired. I don't think it will, and I'll tell you why. Right now, everybody's emotions are over the roof with this. We're a long way away from November. A lot can happen. By November, how many other news stories are going to happen? I'm not sure how it changes that much. Nothing's going to happen right now. Right. And every state gets the right to determine what's, uh, what's for their state. 
So the Supreme Court didn't veto anything. They're just saying, hey, not our responsibility. It's supposed to be the state's responsibility. Yeah, and this was bad law. Now, let me just say with that, too, by the time they rule, which is the end of this term is supposed to be in late June, early July, first week of July, late June, this term comes. And then, by the way, bye-bye, Justice Bright, bye. And then enter in uh, Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson, who doesn't know what a woman is, which is a little odd. But anyway, um, when this t- happens, as it, it probably will be the – I don't know when it's going to be. It might be the last ruling. They usually leave the biggest case to the last ruling of the, of the uh, term. If that follows suit and if this is the last ruling of the term, put yourself there. Here we are at the end of June, July. Ruling comes out. Anybody's going to say, like, yeah, we knew. We knew this in May. Anticlimactic. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley with you here. Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. We're coming right back after this. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurley. Rush. On 77 WABC. 77 WABC and Red Apple Media are broadcasting live from Staten Island University Community Park in Staten Island. It's opening day for your Staten Island Ferry Hawks. And we've got a great starting lineup. Go to WABCRadio.com slash baseball and listen to the game starting at 630. Now, here's Bo Snerdley and John Katsimatidis. WABC Talk Radio 77 in New York and worldwide. We're here for the opening home game of the Staten Island Ferry Hawks. You got to be here, folks. This is an awesome stadium, awesome environment. Great day. I'm here with John Casamichitas, who you are one of the owners of this team. Well, the, the, the Yankees own 15%. I own 42.5%, and Eric Schiffler owns 42.5%. It's a wonderful deal. You're going to buy the Yankees after this? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when I was growing up, uh, I used to dream about buying the Yankees someday. Uh, but uh, when the Yankees called me up and, and, and said to me, we want you to be a partner in the, in the uh, team in uh, Staten Island, I said, how do you say no to the Yankees? Boom. I love it. Uh, John, we've got some sad news. Um, what happened? This is very sad, actually. And folks, uh, you brace yourselves, please. I don't know how this could happen, but it did. Um, a wild fox, wild, broke into Washington, D.C.'s National Zoo and went on a rampage. Serial murder. Murder. The wild fox murdered. 25 flamingos. 25 of those beautiful pink wow. That means they, they didn't kill to eat. They killed for the for the, for, for, for the sake of, for the joy of... I know a few guys like that that do that. I, I mean, don't know anybody you know? like that that I'm going to admit to on the air. Well. <laughs> um, but that he wasn't sad. Through. I love animals. You know what Me I stopped too. eating? What? I stopped eating octopuses. You know an octopus has the... Uh, uh, the uh, age of um, the mental age of an eight-year-old. I didn't know that. I'm not eating any more octopus. I never ate an octopus, and so well, I then, didn't miss it. Then we both win. We both win. But but guess what? That wild fox his killing spree wasn't over. 
killed 25 flamingos and then went for a duck. Quack. Got the duck, too. So today, according to The Hill, the zoo is devastated there in mourning the loss of 25 American flamingos. Flamingos. Not, not foreign flamingos. American. They were American flamingos. And... Well, are we going to announce when the funeral is? I don't know. We've got to find out. And one northern pintail duck. Very I don't know sad. how we're going to survive this, folks. I just very, can't. very sad. Yeah. Flamingo steaks tonight somewhere in the world. <laughs> what? I'm not eating it. You're a vegetarian. I'm a vegetarian. Not a... I ate the Nathan's uh, hot dog. I admit it. Dismissed Guilty. The Smithsonian, I'm not making fun of this, folks. I'm almost in tears. The Smithsonian says this is the first time a predator has breached the flamingo enclosure, which has been a feature at the zoo since the 70s. There'll be sad songs. This is just heartbreaking. A heartbreaking loss for all of us. Let's head back to the telephones. Christine, Manhattan, you're on with John Casamichitis, James Golden. It's post Nerdly's Rush Hour. What's on your mind, Christine? Hello, gentlemen. I spent uh, COVID taking the ferry to Staten Island and shopping and eating Indian food. And when it finally opened, the Staten Island Zoo, nothing is better. And I just want to tell everyone, if you're going to go see the game, plan on shopping the best outlets. And, and they're spacious. It's just, it's just wonderful. And I thank you so much, Mr. Casamassini, for making that stadium open. It was so sad, just naked. And I suggest do wild bird of prey shows there. They wow! Are great. Okay. Sounds good. I was going to get the uh, the picture to 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 be dropped in by parachute just to make it some excitement. That's cool. That's cool. Now, you know what? Would that be exciting if, if, the, if the picture drops in by parachute? Yeah, you know what would be even cooler? What? To have a flamingo parade. Well, let's do it. And a fox. <clears throat> Somebody <laughs> had to shoot the fox. <laughs> you know, I don't know whether they, the fox might still be alive wandering around up there looking for its next meal. Or a certain murder. Because it's just plain murder in the animal kingdom. Uh, let us go. Pennsylvania, Mike, welcome. WABC Talk Radio 77. How are you, Mike? I'm all right. I got left. I got fucked. So come after me. No, it's Donald. It's not Mike. Somebody heard me talking about the Rodent Kingdom and actually got the boss, well, the, the underboss of the Rodent Kingdom on the line, Daffy. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Let's go to Michael in New Brunswick. Hello, Michael. You're on WABC Talk Radio 77. That's right. And it's cheaper to come here than to go to the Rodent Kingdom. So if you were planning on going to the Rodent Kingdom, instead, save a lot of money. Come here. Go ahead. Hello, bro. And Mr. Katina. You got it. Listen. Mr. Hope. Have a nice hot dog. I want you to have a hot dog for me. Please put mustard on it. That Nathan's. I will go have an extra Nathan's hot dog. You know, uh, whatever was allocated to Bo, and he can't eat it because he's a vegetarian, we're going to eat it for him. Thank you. And I got a special right, song so, for you for tonight. Listen, what, listen what's here the we song? go. You know what? Crappy phone line. We can't hear it. We'll try it next time. Ralph, New Rochelle, welcome to WABC Talk Radio 7. How are you? 
I'm well, Mr. Golden, and hello, Mr. Casamitidis. I'm just wondering, I know the case of abortion is very important, but do you think people should realize leaking from the Supreme Court is even more of an issue, especially if there's other cases that they're going to be ruling on? How could they allow this to happen? Washington, Washington is a dump. Okay? How many, you know, how many, what percentage of the people believe what any congressman says? Hmm. Very few. Very few. Very few. Very few. Well, let me take You know, it's not against the law. If If you're in Congress or in the Senate and you're on the floor, you can lie. And not get That's sued. exactly right. How, how can that be? You, you know, you can lie. You can tell lies and not get sued. Exactly right. And, and not held accountable by anybody. The FBI's not going to arrest you for telling lies on the floor of the Congress. Unless, uh, uh, unless you're a Republican. Oh, you go directly to jail, do not pass go, do not collect $200. Right, because that's the way this, you mentioned the FBI. Just let me mention something to you. If you go back and you think about the resources that the FBI had to look at for January 6th, they went through every Facebook page of almost every American. They matched them up with every single one of these people that entered the Capitol. They went through social media. They put up snitch lines. They did whatever they had to do. They're still bringing in people that walked in the building, United States Capitol, on January 6th. Now, but who who opened the doors? The Capitol Police did. I know that, but why isn't anybody saying it? Because Nobody broke down those doors. We didn't have a, a, a bulldozer to break down those doors. We didn't have a tank to break down those doors. I've seen the video. The Capitol Police opened the doors and let them in. Right. I saw it in real time. And I actually commented on it. Wow, they're opening the doors and letting these people in. All so, we want on WABC is the, the truth. truth. And nothing Thank but you. the truth. The so truth. help me God. So here's my question. Are, will the same FBI and Department of Justice, the, the, the corrupt Department of Justice, and if you want to know why I'm saying it's corrupt. Well, I'm co- going to tell you how I feel. The, the, the Christopher Ray, who is the director of the FBI, has a 10-year term. Nobody can fire him. He could stand up. He could stand up and make sure the right thing is done for every American people by every FBI agent, and make sure the political ones, the political ones, don't influence uh, the FBI in any direction politically. Well, I think it's too late for that, frankly, and I think the FBI is all political all the time, and that's one of the reasons why this person was at the Met Gala last night wearing. Um, this uh, this uh, whatever burgundy dress instead of orange instead of an orange jumpsuit, but I'm not gonna go there until tomorrow. We're here. Have a great night, John. Thank you so much, ladies Play and gentlemen. Ball. God bless you and your families. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B and B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824.